Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. Today we have a very exciting guest, Robert Tuchinski. He's an agent out of Jacksonville, Florida, and has helped me purchase my first properties in the Jacksonville Metro. He has a lot of local knowledge and will share with you the best places to buy, as well as the common buying criteria that other investors have. I hope you enjoy the show. So thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, um, absolutely. Go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, let people know what you're about. Yeah, cool. So I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having, having me on. Pretty awesome. To start off, my name is Robert Tuchinski. Um, I'm a real estate agent in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I've been in real estate for about three, four years now. And um, my start in real estate was doing fix and flips and rehabs um, here in the Jacksonville area. Uh, and that's primarily what I did for the first year. Um, after that, I got my real estate license and um, began working on that side of my business as well. Um, and uh, just kind of the, na- the nature of the beast and kind of with my background, uh, I-, I began working with a lot of investors. And that's kind of where a, a big portion of my network was with, inv- you know, communicating with investors and working with investors, both on the, uh, you know, helping them uh, find fix and flip opportunities and then helping them resell it when they were, you know, ready for the market and also helping, um, buy and hold, uh, investors such as yourself, um, whether they were, uh, local or a lot of them were also like yourself out of town. It's a good mix there. Um, and that's, that's still a good portion of my business as, as things have progressed. Um, it's still a big portion of my business. Now I'm kind of building out my, um, a real estate team here in the Jacksonville area. Um, and we, we, uh, we're, we're, uh, called the home force real estate sales team and, uh, we're with Florida homes realty here in the Jacksonville, Florida area. Um, but we cover all of Northeast Florida and, uh, we do have a, you know, pretty active investor division, uh, within our team, uh, where, um, you know, we do, um, help investors, um, either with, like I said, uh, fix and flip opportunities or more passive buy and hold opportunities for the long run. And, um, you know, that's in various different capacities, uh, but we're really there with our clients every step of the way from start to finish, uh, from, you know, if they need to be, if they're totally new and they don't really have much experience in real estate and investing in real estate, you know, we start with a good educational foundation and we kind of build it up from there until they're ready to purchase a property. Once they're ready to purchase a property, of course, we kind of steer them in the right direction and help them identify um, the correct types of investment properties that are going to bring in the maximum return on investment over time. And um, we help them acquire the property, um, you know, from contract to close with all the, you know, help with the inspections, everything along the way there. And then we also now are um, offering a property management services as well for the long run um, to, you know, kind of um, maintain um, the asset uh, over time. So in a nutshell, that's a little bit kind of, um, you know, what, I, what I'm doing here in the Jacksonville area. And, um, you know, I guess to answer that, that's in a nutshell what I'm doing here. <laughs> Perfect. And let's just go right to it. Mm-hmm. Can you go over the Jacksonville Metro? If we sure. pass out the map on Google Maps, talk about the areas. Where's a good place to go? Where's a bad place to go? Where do investors mm-hmm. tend to buy? Stuff like that. I mean, the thing about Jacksonville, um, you know, in general, is it's such a large city by landmass. Um, it's the largest city by landmass. And I'm just opening up my, my uh, map here. 
Um, so being, you know, Jacksonville being the largest city by landmass, um, it's pretty spread out. So um, there's a few areas throughout town. Um, they're all about, you know, 15 minutes drive one from each other. And um, within the, the tricky thing is within those areas, however, <laughs> there's kind of rough patches uh, that should be avoided. So amongst all the good kind of good stuff, there's a little bit of, of not so good stuff that should be avoided in general, however, if we're talking about in general, some historically good areas uh, that investors have ha- have found success in are um, Arlington, which is the zip code three two two one one, close to um, the Jacksonville University um, area, as well as um, the town center, um, which is a shopping center here, um, which is uh, quite prominent and um, you know quite a economically solid area. Um, so Arlington is quite popular um, with investors, as well as just directly south of that, which is known as the south side of Jacksonville. Um, and there's various zip codes there. Um, 32216 is one off the top of my head. And 32246 is another good one as well. However, again, like I said, within those areas, two things to watch out for are one, kind of rougher neighborhoods, I guess we should say, we can call them. Um, And also, um, there are still areas over there on septic systems. And um, as a, you know, rule of thumb, um, uh, septic, and I don't know how, you know, I know that I've worked with people in California who say they, you guys do have septic out there. So um, I, I don't know, you know, how familiar all audience is is with the septic system but you know you can google that a little bit and find out what it is um as a general rule of thumb um it's not recommended for investors to to get acquire properties with septic waste systems um because um it adds a whole another headache and you know set of problems so um some things to watch out for and that's kind of um you know why we're we're here along the way to kind of steer steer you in the right direction so you kind of um don't land in these types of situations. Um, another area I'm thinking off the top of my head is the west side of Jacksonville, which um, is um, a f- various zip codes, but um, it's uh, essentially 32244 and 32210 would be some good ones as well. Um, and the reason why those are good, um, you know, due to the fact that um, other than the fact that the affordability factor there um, is that's also right next to one of our naval bases in Jacksonville. And just speaking on the Jacksonville market as a whole and why I guess people are attracted to it in general, um, you know, our, our price points are a little bit different than you're, you know, you're out there in California. So our median price point here is, is about $170,000. And that gets you, you know, pretty decent, solid three bedroom, two bath kind of single family home in certain areas. That price point seems to be um, pretty attractive in the sense that, um, you know, if you compare that to the building costs, um, today's building costs, you just it's very hard for people to build that cheap anymore. So, um, you know, that's very, um, I guess, valuable factor to have. Um, that's why a lot of my investors, a lot of the clients I work with typically are looking for properties between low 100s, like 125 
to approximately 200 range because um, those properties are in good solid areas. Um, they're below the replacement cost, which is kind of what we were talking about that, that it's cheaper or it's, you can't build that cheap anymore. And they're also in still good areas uh, that are poised for explosive growth over you know, the coming years. So not only are you getting a good uh, return on your investment on the cash flow on a monthly basis, you're also getting that good solid appreciation over time as well. Perfect. So for those properties that you can buy for let's say between 120 and 200,000, what kind of rents are they looking at? So to give you just a general, a wide range, and, and I guess if we kind of just narrow it down um, a little bit for an exam, example of property, I kind of just analyzed pretty recently. There's a property, for example, in Arlington, one of the areas I was talking about um, for sale for about you know, 145,000. It's a three bedroom, two bath, about 14, 1500 square feet home. Nice home would make a good rental property. Um, doesn't look like it needs any repairs uh, from what I can tell. Um, that That's renting for um, anywhere, you know, depending on how exactly how nice it is on the inside from anywhere to from 13 to maybe closer to 1400. So it's not, you know, there is that 1% rule that a lot of investors talk about and look for. And, um, you know, in, in today's market, it's difficult to find it. They're out there, um, but it's a little difficult to find it. Um, but that is pretty close to it um, as well. And when you take other factors in, um, such as, you know, the area in general, um, the, the uh, you know, the historic growth in that area um, and the way the, the market is looking, you know, the outlook is looking for the near future. Um, most of the time um, I found at least that it, that certainly makes up for that little, you know, variation in, in that, you know, rule. Makes sense. And how would you know if a property is a good deal or not? So like what are investors, how would investors say, yeah, I like this house. Let's go for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the easiest way to do it is just the historic data. You know, there's certain areas, like I was saying um, that just, have historic good statistics um, that, you know, kind of kind of dictate the fact that, hey, in this area, a, a, a decently renovated product, you know, good stabilized asset should be renting for this one uh, for this much. And there's, a, you know, good historical indication of that happening. You want to eliminate your barriers of renting a property out. For example, a three bedroom, one bath home might not be your best investment in, in your money because not a lot of people, even if at a good price, um, and even if you know you're getting a, supposedly a good grossly good gross monthly rent, um, you know that's not going to be as attractive as a three two. Um, so you know simple things like that, obviously to look, to look out for as well. Um, how you know, I guess, if a property is going to be a, a good deal or not. Um, in you know, in most simplest terms, is to just kind of you just got to kind of analyze it um, and do your due diligence really upfront and uh, have the team in place to kind of help you um, along the way. You know, an experienced team that's been that's been doing investor related you know activities, property management, um, acquisitions, um, etc., to really back you up to help you out because um, you know eventually as you start doing more of these deals um, they get pretty routine and you can kind of see um, you know over time it's pretty pretty easy to tell um, this is a good one or this is not um, in the beginning I guess you really got to kind of rely on your analysis um, and the tools you have available to you as well as relying on your your team um, that's directly around you as well that's a good point yeah your first one just work with people who are trustworthy, get it done. And then afterwards, like peanut butter and jelly all day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, after the first one, it seems like, you know, from what I've seen, at least, uh, you know, things are a lot more 
you know, just like anything else, really, once you've done it a few times, it's, it's really becomes routine. And this is really no, di- no different. You know, at the end of the day, it's not a, too complicated of a science. Uh, really, it's just some basic math, some basic maybe formulas, etc. Um, and at the end of the day, um, you know, you, you, you're either making money, and it, you can, you know, you can clearly see that fact or or not. And that's, you know, one of the reasons why people um, like investing in real estate in general, um, and especially single family um, is it's, you know, more or less quite simple, uh, you know, in terms of analysis. Yep. Good point. So let's transition over. You know, mm-hmm. you're in Jacksonville. There were some hurricanes there. So <laughs> tell me about them, How, especially the past two years. Do you have some? Yeah, pretty absolutely. I can, I can definitely speak on that from experience now that I've been through a few of them. And, you know, be, this being Florida, that is a concern for people. And, you know, we are in the news quite a bit with, you know, hurricanes in the area. Um, I will say from, you know, being in Jacksonville and from what, what I've heard um, and from, you know, all of my findings, I, at least, is that um, ja- the way Jacksonville is geographically located for, um, you know, and I'm not a scientist or anything like that, but, you know, due to the way the, the hurricanes travel and the wind patterns and everything like that, they always tend to break either north towards Carolina or south towards like Miami and South Florida. So for whatever reason, um, that's how it, it's always been. And again, historically looking at the historic tr- trends and data there, um, that's just kind of always how it's been. So um, we haven't gotten really too too crazy of damage. Um, we did get a little bit of damage during the last uh, big hurricane here uh, about a year ago now. I guess to kind of you know speak on that, one is the damage wasn't quite as severe as maybe it looked like on the news or maybe actually some other areas in Florida, like South Florida and and the keys and stuff like that, they really did get pretty damaged, you know? So that's, that's one thing. It wasn't quite as bad. And the areas that were bad, um, you know, areas that are, are areas near the water. And most of my clients and most investors I work with are not, you know, buying like million dollar beachfront properties necessarily. So the types of properties that investors are buying they're more inland. Like if you like some of these areas I mentioned, Arlington, South Side, the West Side, they're much more inland. Um, and uh, so they were really, you know, more or less untouched. You know, there might have been some trees that fell in the area, um, some some, you know, not not flooding, but, you know, some some puddles built up or whatnot. But um, there wasn't anything too crazy. And uh, from what you know, from what I remember, I don't remember anyone getting, getting damn, you know, anyone's properties that I personally work with, uh, getting damaged or anything like that. That's right. Yeah. Even my properties, the worst that happened was like you said, septic tanks, right? My septic mm-hmm. tank filled up because there was so much water and so mm-hmm. we just had to pump it out and then we're all good. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. And, and that's actually, I'm helping some people right now purchase a property with a septic tank and down here in the South, um, and certain parts of the, of the country, you know, so certain other parts of the country, they're very common and you can't really avoid it in some areas. And here in Jacksonville, that's, that's pretty much holds true as well. There's just certain areas where you're, you're kind of on septic and, and septic in general is not the worst thing in the world, especially if it's well taken care of. Um, it's just one extra cost, you know, over time, uh, right. that, that you got to worry about. Um, so, so yeah, you, it sounds like you got pretty lucky, which, which is great. Um, and, and like I said, most of the other people, um, I work with and most of my clients, you know, like I said, I'm racking my brain and I don't, besides maybe some, some lawn work, you know, hauling off of, of debris, maybe those kinds of things. I don't remember, you know, anything else besides that. 
Cool. Good to know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's all we have uh, for today. How can people get in contact with you? Okay. Awesome. Well, uh, the easiest way is through either Facebook or Instagram. It's just Home Force FL. So home, home, H-O-M-E-F-O-R-C-E, and then FL, like Florida. Um, I'm also on Facebook. If you'd like to find me, my, you know, my personal profile, I'd be happy to connect. Um, also LinkedIn as well would probably be another good source. And it's just Robert Tuchinsky, T-U-C-H-I-N-S-K-Y. And uh, reach out to me on any of those platforms, and I'd be happy to help you guys out any way possible. All right, Robert. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, not a problem, Sean. Thanks All a lot right. for having me. No problem. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.